welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends, to the final episode of this week's offering of the talk show for talkers. Paul is going to look at how effective it is to exaggerate during certain types of speeches. Listeners, do you remember being told as a child, don't exaggerate? Have you ever been told as an adult, don't catastrophize? In other words, have you ever been told to tone down the extremeness of what you're saying? I'd say you have. My theory is, and I ask you to consider this proposition, if you're trained as a young person not to exaggerate, and to keep things very accurate. What effect is that going to have on you as an adult when you're practicing speech? Let's start off with there are certain times when it's very unwise to exaggerate in Toastmasters. Everybody who does a path in Toastmasters has a research topic to do at level one. They're meant to take a topic they know nothing about research it and present between five and seven minutes of a speech about it. If you want to have authority, and this particular project is particularly designed to give you the experience of practicing speaking with authority, you don't exaggerate. For example, you don't say 10,000 people are in hospital in Ireland today. No, you quote the exact number of people in hospital today. You have a source for you. What I want to say now is there are certain situations, on the other hand, where it is a splendid thing to do to exaggerate. In terms of rhetorical devices, it's sometimes called hyperbole. It's also something that I discovered when at two particular online meetings recently where I was the grammarian, two different clubs. And in addition to having a word of the day, both of those clubs had a rhetorical device of the day. So the rhetorical device that I chose was exaggeration. In fact, it was hyperbole at the first one. I gave an example of it. And in the entire meeting, about there were about three exaggerations in an hour and a half. It really wasn't easy for people to exaggerate. Lots of other, if you were to say, use questions in during the meeting, much easier. So for some reason, it's counter emotional, I'll call it. On the other hand, when I went into the room, everybody was eight feet tall and built like elephants. They were straight from the gym. Their muscles were wider than a gorilla's arm. This is a terrific way of making a point. In Irish literature, actually, no, let's talk about English literature. Let's talk about Lancelot. Lancelot was able to slay huge numbers of people. Cuchulain was able to slay huge numbers of people, was able to beat a thousand warriors back. Do any of you believe that he actually was capable? No, he wasn't. Achilles was able to kill a whole army. 
And the reason these, this form of speech works is that it's much more vivid. And the effect you have on somebody's memory by being vivid is very different from the effect you have when you're being measured and precise. Being vivid is exciting. Being accurate is intellectually sound, absolutely speaking with integrity. But when you exaggerate in a big way, when you fill the stage or the room or the Zoom with an exaggeration, you're taking people's imagination on a journey. And it's that journey that the audience experiences which elevates your speech out of the ordinary. I'll tell you a few things not to do. Don't say I was very happy with the way in which you spoke. Say I was blown away. It was a thunderous speech. If you want to say to somebody, while you were speaking, you were the biggest person in this room. You were like a mountain of sense. These are ways of exaggerating. There are people who you probably disapprove of who have used exaggeration in politics. I'm not going to name any names. You can name them yourself. Do you recall any politicians in your lifetime exaggerating? And as a result of exaggerating, getting quite a lot of people on their side. So exaggeration can also split the room into those who are with you and those who are against you. And if you're primarily interested in persuading some of the audience that to follow you, exaggeration is a useful technique. One can be used to persuade an audience. Two, it can be used to excite an audience. And three, it can be used to hook the imagination of an audience. I can tell you now, as I'm recording this, Ted Melanfi has shrunk. He's the size of a knitting needle. He's absolutely minuscule. He's so overwhelmed by what I'm saying. What is that? That is outrageous understatement, exaggeration in the opposite direction. There's another technique. There are two ways of, of exaggerating. You can exaggerate so that you grow something and you can exaggerate so that you shrink something. Both work. They were all little people, as in Jonathan Swift's novel, Gulliver's Travels. They were no more than three inches tall as far as I was concerned. And I was the one on stilts. Tell me if that isn't going to create an impression. Now you could develop that into, I was a real arrogant person at the time when I used to think of other people like that. I've learned a little bit of humility and now I am that little person surrounded by giants. Ted, this was to be a conversation and I have rattled on. What do you say let, let me ask you, I'd like you to practice some exaggeration today. Just practice it. There's your table topic. Speak in an exaggerated way for one minute. Ted Melanfi, I give you the stage. Well, you said that I reminded you of a knitting needle. 
or at least the, the width of a knitting needle, when in actual fact, I felt like Gulliver being pinned down because I was surrounded by little people. And I felt like the giant when you said I was a knitting needle. So I was using some of the hyperbole and the exaggeration or the embellishments that you were talking about. So I agree entirely with you, Paul, that when you use that type of language, what you do is you stretch your listener's imagination. You make it colourful. You make it rememberable are memorable instead of rememberable. But as and as somebody once said, they'll they won't remember your name. They may not remember where exactly they met you, but they will certainly remember what you said and the way you said it, of course. So I, I thoroughly agree that as a rhetorical device, exaggeration is a wonderful way to make it memorable, the speech. And and that, that's what makes speeches great. And exaggerated praise for a speaker is much more memorable. So if you say to somebody as evaluator, I really like that speech you did, Ted, or that was a very good speech. Mm. That's language Indeed. uninclined to move anybody. Yes. If you were to say to somebody, that was a rocket of a speech, mm. that is the the most phenomenal speech I've ever heard you make, Ted. Yes. Mm. Now, that is memorable. You could say to an audience, isn't this man the biggest person in the room? Have you, any of you, ever see him expand as much as he did on the topic today? That type of, even if said with a lot more quietly, like the speaker has thrilled me so that I felt I was in heaven. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that's lovely for the speaker to hear as well, because not alone are you exaggerating, but you're also complimenting. Well, that's right. You know, and if, of course, you want to make recommendations, you can say to somebody, and, you know, the way you did that had me falling down a well into a cesspool. <laughs> and I wish that you could have given us a ladder to climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's a nice. I don't know whether that's a nice one or, or a terrible picture you just painted for us there. No, I, I feel like a crab trying to get out of the bucket. You know, you nearly get to the top and you slide all of it back down again. <laughs> I, well, I, look, I think that's enough, Ted. We've heard enough from you. Your words have completely disemboweled my intellect. Then that's a horrible way to be feeling disemboweled. So that's our final contribution for this week. We have to thank Moira for being our director and our producer. So it's goodbye for me, Ted Melanfi and Paul. Cheerio, everybody. See you next week. Bye. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.